It's Friday. We made it. OMG, it's Friday. Or I guess TGIF or whatever acronym you want to use. It's Friday, October 1st. Kelly Collis, how you doing? And we also made it to October. So now officially you can see pumpkins and Christmas trees in the same room. Yes. It's that weird month. It would be less. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> it would be weird. Yes. Very, very weird. Boo. Live Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in DC on the Real Fun DC channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcast. Also, October begins the beginning of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So um thinking about and shout out to all the women and men who are fighting and have survived and have lost people. Um, it's pink all over the place. I see you're participating, Kelly. Good job. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. I have like one pink shirt that I've worn to all the pink events we've done over the last 10 years <laughs> I, in, the, in the wash. Yes. <laughs> or you maybe need to retire it or get a new one. I think so. But I got a pink painting above me. So there's that. There, that's true. The most important thing is not necessarily wearing pink anyways. It's just talking about it and bringing an awareness to it. So you're doing your job. True that. To the dozens of you who hear my voice. Here we go. <laughs> Um, all right. Our, I believe our content today is, is really like sports centric. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's more of the lifestyle of sports, not like necessarily stats. Yes. But there's a lot going on. So first off, we've been talking about this for a while. Um, Jason Worth, from, former Washington Nationals player, is selling his home. It's been on the market for a while. But we were learning a couple things about the home that we didn't know before. Ooh, because it was wild. There was like an entire like, cave in there and it was very Jason worthy yes well first off there's going to be an open house this this sunday is it some <laughs> yes. I, by appointment only bs or is it like for no real, for it real? appears to be an open house we're going to put a link in the show notes of of the listing and details on the open house okay, it says open that. house um so yeah it's it's happening but it is on the market for 6.495 million it does have a panic room that we was the thing that I was. That that was we have confirmation yeah. on that. It does have two guest houses, a batting cage, and of course, like, I don't know, 10 bedrooms, a gazillion bathrooms, a nice living area, great outdoor space. Um, in McLean, it's on a private road. It's 10 minutes from Tyson's Corner, 20 minutes from downtown. It's got all the things. I love that. The panic room thing is that that really sticks. Yes. Um, I'm just curious. I'd like to go to the open house just to see what a panic room looks like in real life. Right. Cause you know, there's only the movie, the panic room. And there were photos that, um, NBC Washington posted. I remember it being like kind of whimsically, right? Like, I don't know what I thought Jason Worth would live in. Maybe more like a cave kind of situation, but this feels very like Italian to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's nice, but yeah, it's got, I, I think the batting cage is kind of cool. Totally. Maybe does he, a, does he have a number combo? And oh, no, I, th I thought he had a number combo on his vanity, like like a like a locked <laughs> kind of punch yeah. the number in to get into the vanity. Um. Oh, that outdoor space is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. But it is. I mean, Worth has been out of DC for a while, so I think it's pretty scrubbed of any sort of national stuff. There's his garage, workout room, of course. But I think it might be a nice house. I mean. Juan Soto shouldn't move into that because I feel like Juan is still like young enough. He needs to be like more in the city or in Arlington than like in a, a recluse that's out in McLean. Yeah, he doesn't need a baby shark bedroom for the children he doesn't have. He needs like a penthouse suite. 
yeah, kind that's of condo situation to live his best life. Yes. Now I remember we were all we were very blown away by like the pink pops of color and the red curtains that Jason Worth had. Well, you know, he's he, despite his his looks, he maybe he has a very sensitive design side to him. You never know. Look at that. <laughs> or maybe it's been it's been staged. I don't know. <laughs> you can never, never, ever know for sure. But it is a beautiful, beautiful property. Yes, it is. If um, Juan Soto lived all the way out in McLean, how would he get to downtown Italian eatery so quickly? I know. We, we got kind of excited about this last night. So it's like spotting a Yeti when you see Juan <laughs> Soto out and about because oftentimes you don't see baseballers, baseball players out during the season because they travel so much and mm -hmm. their schedules are so crazy. But Juan Soto, the guys had the day off yesterday, was at one of our favorite places, Carmine's. Love it. Right in Penn Quarter at 7th and D. Um, and so we, no one got a photo of Juan Soto, but they did get his menu items for us. <laughs> so that's appreciated. So, um, yeah, he was apparently taking photos with the staff and taking photos with um, people in the restaurant as they made their way out. Um, and he enjoyed the mixed seafood, calamari, and caprese salad, and a tugboat. Little, well, a little by their standards, ice cream dessert that's only like 17 scoops of ice cream. <laughs> but we were wondering, like, that how he could get in there and out of there, like, through it downtown. But then we were like, maybe downtown is just that sleepy on a Thursday night because there's not a lot going on at Capital One Arena. You know, people aren't out and about as much as they normally have been. So maybe a celebrity could sneak in and out of downtown. Well, yeah. I mean, it, despite the Nats not having a great season, Juan Soto is up for MVP consideration for the National League. Mm -hmm. He's like number one on base percentage, on walks. I mean, he's got an incredible record. They're, they're comparing him to like Barry Bonds, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Ted Williams. Some of the, the records that he is set to make and break in his career, he's very close to doing. Awesome. So he plays for the Washington Nationals. He is ours. He is the new face of the team. And he was eating at Carmine's last night. This is a big deal. Totally. It is a big deal. Yeah. So I'm just excited. And of course, the last, you know, run of games are this weekend. So I think if, if uh, the Nats knock out the Red Sox in the playoffs, that it, we should attribute it to Juan Soto's great playing and, and his meal at Carmine's. It's because of the carbo loading. <laughs> yeah. I, I really, really do. do hope the Nats knock the Red Sox out just basically for anarchy's sake. I just love that. Like we can't have nice things. Neither can you. <laughs> totally. Totally. It's going to be interesting. So this weekend, of course, they've got a three game series. Uh, the, the Red Sox are in a race to get a wild card against the Yankees and the Mariners. It is literally a day by day basis, depending on if the Yankees win and they lose and the Red Sox win, or if they lose, it is literally each game this weekend counts for all three of those teams to get into a postseason. Wow. So there's also not, even a yeah, scenario not like nothing the Nats could do or can't do. They're, they're like a, a contributing factor, but it's really like a nine factor yeah, situation. Even if the Red Sox get win all three games, there's still a scenario that the Red Sox get knocked out. Wow. Because it's that it's that close. Uh -huh. There's actually a lot of talk that it's going to be a tie, a three-way tie, two-way tie. Two because for the wild, so you'd have a wild card wild game card. for the wild card. Yes, yes. What's that called a wild um, wild card. Yeah, it's it's complicated. So and it just even if the Red Sox lose, like just wear them out, just get right. them nice and tired because they're <laughs> going to have if they make it into the wild card. It's it's go time on Monday. 
So it is. Wow. So they would play crazy. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Monday, boom, then Tuesday would be if they were to, it would be if they were to tie, it would be Monday. If they go, if they win that, then their Tuesday would be another wild card. And then I think they get a day off and it starts over the weekend. Oh my gosh. I and forgot I, how exhausting baseball was. I know. How do we survive October in 2019? Just scotch tape and dreams and plenty of sugar. Totally. And I should note that fireworks are set to go off tonight after the game. In theory. In theory. They did if, go off last night. They had a rough run with fireworks this season at Nats yes, Park. They, yes, they have. So, but I, just so you know, if you're down by the Navy Yard, you don't have to be in the park to see them. They actually launch them on the Anacostia. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, MVP thing real quick. How do, how do they decide who is the MVP? Like, do we have to vote for Juan Soto or can we like no, unfortunately, we somewhere? This, like, what this, should we do? Yeah, this, the All-Star was our chance uh, to vote for him. This one is for the Baseball Writers Association. So the Nats, um, as well as like Bryce Harper and a couple other players, the teams put together sort of an argument of why they should be the MVP hmm. um, with stats and percentages and all the things. Um, and so Soto's looking really good, really cool. good. I mean, and, and so is Harper, quite frankly. But it's interesting because both Soto and Harper, of course, are not having a postseason run, but they're some of the best players in the NL. Yeah, that's true. And only the things I know from Twitter is that Harper went 0-11 at bat against the Braves. So. <laughs> Right on time for postseason. Look at that. Yeah, they're, so they're officially out. Yeah. So that's the arc. He looks great around June, and then <laughs> <laughs> we know all too well. Just saying is all. Just saying is all. Right after the like home run, all star break. It's, it's all uphill. It's like a roller coaster. It's all uphill, <laughs> and it's downhill. Yeah. So, that's, anyway, that's... <laughs> well in his future endeavors. Let's talk about Alex Ovechkin, who is a Washington treasure and has decided to make his career in life here. Um, not about his hockey skills, which are undoubtable as he makes his way to beat Wayne Gretzky in a couple seasons. Kelly, what's what's he doing off the ice? So he launched a serial with Giant uh, a couple years ago. OB's... You met him that day. You like yes. were, yeah. Yes, he was at my giant at behind the cash register um, when he was launched his OVOs. I actually still have the box. He signed it for me. Um, and uh, they announced that it raised $44,000 for research into childhood cancer, which is amazing. And if you're a Caps fan and you love OVOs, you know that the cereal had like a limited run. It's very hard to get hold of a box. So I just love to see that the fans, you know, continually sold it out and it's going for a great cause. That's really cool. Uh, I hope they're making more of it. Um, I think so. I haven't seen it in a while. Well, you can get a box for eleven dollars on um, eBay. Oh, well, I still have mine like unopened up in my case where all my nats and cap stuff is, <laughs> just sitting there. I think at some point I do need to kind of take the food out of the box because it probably is not a good idea. Well, the description says it, um, on on Facebook when you on uh, eBay when you try to buy them, it says that it's expired. <laughs> <laughs> like in the in the title, it's like OVOs collectible expired. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who got a whole case of two sealed cases of OVOs? Mm, someone took that off the truck. That's an inside job right there. <laughs> yes. That's an inside job. We need yes. the FTC to look into that. Yes. Hmm. Um, and I, yeah. I'm not I'm not big on promotional charity serial trafficking. All right. But I will tell you one of my most favorite Ovechkin stories, and I've told this story multiple times when he launched his cereal. Yes, I went, I got a little tip from the Caps PR where he was going to be. So, you know, it was right down the street. So I had to go and I was leaving and Ovechkin was outside talking to a couple of members of the media that were there. 
And uh, this young man who works at the giant food store was coming in for his shift. And he saw Ovechkin standing out front with, you know, there's like four or five reporters. It was not a mob scene at all. And he just starts weeping, just weeping. Grown man, you know, he had to be 18, 19, 20 years old. And I, so I was like, oh, I got to talk to him. So I follow him in and he's wearing his little giant shirt. And I was like, are you okay? He's like, I'm not even a Caps fan, but I love <laughs> hockey. I'm a Devils fan. I grew up a Devils fan. And he goes, that is a legend. That is a hockey legend that is in my store. And he was just like, couldn't compose himself. He's like, I can't wait to tell my father that I saw him because we grew up going to games. I grew up seeing him become this amazing player. And he wasn't even a Caps fan. That's so awesome. That's one I of my most favorite story. stories. You know, when you see, when you love a sport so much and you see a player like Ovechkin in the wild, that's exciting. I bet that guy did not take the box of cereal and sell it on eBay because he respects the game. <laughs> yes. And it, you know, goes to childhood cancer. So shouldn't be stealing that. Well, I, hope they bought, I hope they bought the case of it in the case. Mm, it no. seems a little dicey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> A brand new venue opening up. Uh, we feel like we've been talking about Capital One Hall forever because we were lucky to get like first looks and sneak peeks in there and tours. But Capital One Hall in Tyson's at Capital One Center on, I think, Capital One Boulevard. <laughs> Way to go. Um, it's opening up this weekend with some shows, which is great. Yeah, Josh Groban's tonight. And then uh, Little Big Town is Saturday and Sunday. You got um, the most recent look. I was in there when it was still a little bit hard haddish, and they were like finishing up like the seats, and they were finishing all the things together. What did it look like to uh, on, on your preview, Kelly? It's it's beautiful. I mean, it's got um, a sixteen hundred seats in the main hall, um, and while they can do a lot of Broadway productions, they can't do like the really big complicated ones and that just speaks to the intimacy and the type of shows that you're going to see there mm -hmm. um and then they have a black box theater that um is used for a lot of community events in fairfax county as a smaller set i think it only seats like a couple hundred but uh, community schools and and smaller theater companies can use that black box as part of their commitment of being part of the fairfax county community which That's is really, really cool, cool. And they've yeah, got I, like a crazy devotion to local wines and beers and food. Just oh, yes. putting that out there too. <laughs> yes, that, I, was, I was about to say. And there's plenty of bars on all the levels. <laughs> bars and bathrooms. I was like, you, this is not your first rodeo, Capital One. <laughs> nice work. Yeah, so that's exciting that that's opening up this weekend. Little Big Town and Josh Groban performing this weekend. And then there's um, Waitresses coming, um, Officer and a Gentleman. They got a big Broadway run. They're announcing other, other shows. Um, it's going to be really cool to have a venue like that in Fairfax County, because there's not one that's comparable. I mean, there's it's state of the art, so there's not one that's comparable anywhere right now. But as far as like number of seats and kinds of artists and acts they can sure. bring in there, and it, it's really yeah. cool. Yeah, and it's literally a block from the metro there. Mm -hmm. you, I mean, you're literally you get out and it's right there, so it is super easy to go. And the and and when I did the tour, the media tour earlier in the week. Um, Dorothy, I believe is her name. No, Dolly. Dolly is her name. She's the executive director. She was amazing. She's very passionate about performing arts. But she was saying that she can see scenarios as as people are going back to things where there'll be a run of, let's say, the waitress at National Theater downtown, but also their next stop might be out in Tyson's Corner because it is. Oh wow! They she thinks that there's enough interest in the arts, you know, in the D.C. area that, you know, certainly with the growth in Northern Virginia, you can attract people that maybe don't want to come into the city right they, their their level of wanting to come in is is in northern virginia um and so 
she she can imagine you know a Josh Groban coming in and doing a performance um, at a venue in downtown, maybe at the Anthem, and then also doing it at that uh, venue as well. Oh wow, wow! And there's a real appetite for artists to be performing in these smaller venues hmm. versus like the sold out arenas. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so more to come on them for sure. Totally, totally. Kind of like how they play the Birch Mirror and then Ramshead. I mean, a little bit. Alexandria and Annapolis. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Night after night. That's cool. Yeah. A lot so. of um, huge opportunity there. Plus, you were like, oh, it's a block from the Metro. Great. It's in the same building as Wegmans, people. <laughs> I, I did go to Wegmans after the a, tour. There's a dog park on the roof. You, you could literally, and, and there's a hotel. You could theoretically never yeah. leave that building. Yeah. You and your dog could yeah. never leave that building. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And the, the Wegmans, I did do some damage there because they have such amazing prepared foods. Wegmans is just, I mean, it's not a commercial, but it should be. And their tagline is Wegmans makes the very best. And it's true. Yeah, it's true. Their cookies, their produce, their prepared foods. Mm -mm -mm. All of it. Yeah. And very good wine selection. Yes. You can't tell I have a bare fridge right now. So <laughs> it's a little bit of a scavenge for breakfast this morning. So I would love it. I would love a Wegmans in my building. That would be amazing. Someday. Or if you had $10 million, you could buy your own Wegmans. Kelly, there was a $10 million uh, lotto ticket sold in Montgomery County. And did you hear about where? No. Right on Rockville Pike. So it's on the Exxon um, oh at 11433 um, Rockville Pike, which is by um, like where White Flint used to be in the Whole Foods. And I, it's not Montrose. It's down further. I forget what that major intersection is. I know I'm sounding a thousand years old where Italy used to be. <laughs> It's right there. Okay. I, Ten million dollar ticket at the Exxon. Oh my God! I wish it was me. <laughs> I haven't played the Maryland lottery in a while, so that's probably why I didn't win. That's exciting. <laughs> like that's the first step you got to do. Nicholson, thank you, Papa Fox. Nicholson, Nicholson Lane. I know it's a major thorough, like a a big one that comes out there. Yeah, I was thinking that or Old Georgetown is the other one, or no, it's not quite Old Georgetown. Further north oh, Bethesda. Yeah. Yeah. Say North Bethesda situation. Or what's the other one? Goody Drive. Yes. It was Nicholson Lane. So mm -hmm. way to go. The um winner has not been it was on the twenty seventh, um, was the winning ticket. And the winner as of yesterday at five o'clock had not come forward yet. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yep. Also today, um, October first, it is um National Fire Pup Day. So it's a day to, to honor the um, pups who work in the fire service in EMS and fire companies across the country. I love that. Yeah. And it's another chance for me to tell my pups to get a job. <laughs> yeah. Pay for your vet bills. Truly. Truly. You just lay on the couch all day. I don't know. They're not here now. But yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you look at that National Fire Pup Day. You look at your dog and you're like, what have you done with your life? I think your one dog, the younger one, would not do well around fire trucks. <laughs> it's a little skittish. Yeah, he's a little, yeah, he, yeah. He'd be more of an office dog, I feel like, whatever National Office Dog Day is. But a little one could be a little rat terrier. Maybe yeah. he could be a little fire captain. Yeah, I'm just saying I can see that. All. I can see that. I feel like you should be supportive in your dog getting a job. <laughs> well, they should become influencers. That's maybe more of their lane. <laughs> I feel like that is, yeah, they're more, that's perfect for them. We've been working on it slowly, surely, but no one's, no one's picking mm -hmm. it up. Sorry, Tommy. 
<laughs> the struggle is real for all of us. You can catch any of our past shows as well. Anywhere you get your podcast, please like, subscribe, follow, comment, give us five stars, even if you feel we don't deserve it. Thank you. We appreciate it. It's all about passing the kindness forward, people. Have a good weekend and we'll see you next time.